What is this? For the mess. Can I begin? Uh huh. It's the chill kit. I got the cards to the deck you should deal with. I got the flows to nod your head. Can you feel it? I put the beans in the bag and I will never spill it. Yes, sir. Damn right. I keep it low key. They must got all time as if they say that they know. Hey, welcome to the Fuller Masters Podcast. My name is John Barrett, your host. Hey, I, I'm coming through with like multiple bangers. I'm like finding different people to provide value for you all. And it's it's, it's incredible. All right. But before we get into the guests for this week, um, we have admin tasks we have to take care of because we do what we have to do. Right. So please follow us on all platforms at For the Masters Podcast and on YouTube at JB the Masters Podcast. All right. If you're listening right now, stop and go over to the YouTube and subscribe okay let's get the subscriber count up please leave a comment on your favorite video and i'm, I'm putting all the past episodes on youtube so please 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 like uh let's let's subscribe to the youtube all right and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform okay it helps us a lot and i'm super super grateful we have anchor supporters up so if you want to support the podcast monetarily you can as well okay and leave me a voice note leave me a voice note let me know how i can improve it and maybe i'll try to include some of the clips in uh, future episodes okay we're one year in and we're growing right so this week i have a real estate mogul you know one of my one of my little sisters and i just seen her grow into a beautiful woman and she's like pursuing her passions and um she always talked about it getting into real estate and um, I, I, I see finally just like doing it, and um, I, I've seen her grow into it. So I'm super excited to have Kobe Kwamina on. Kobe, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I, I'm super grateful you took the time out of your busy schedule to jump on a podcast. Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm definitely grateful um, for the invite. Um, I know we've been trying to kind of coordinate it for a little while and things like that. So I'm super happy to be here too. No, absolutely. And God has reason for everything, you know, so I know this is the right time for it. Mm-hmm, for sure. Absolutely. You know, and um, obviously I've known you for a number of years. I knew you since you were like 18, you know, just starting co- like college. You were super shy and now <laughs> you're, on, you're doing real estate now and you're, you're, you're making videos, you're doing tours, you know, and I just seen you transform. So I'm super proud of you. Okay. And I wanted to say that on online. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you met me when I was still, like you said, shy. And before I came into my complete personality, I guess, and all of that. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's incredible. So, like, Kobe, obviously, like, now, like, like I said in the intro, you do real estate, right? So, mm-hmm. like, where do you feel like you got this entrepreneurial bone from? Like, like did you always think like that? Because I remember you talking like that back then, too you know, like different entrepreneurial things you can do? Like, have you always felt that way? And what, or what like prompted you to think that way? I think what got my start uh, with that entrepreneurial mindset was really high school. So um, a little bit about me, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, born and raised. I went to school and I went to college in West Virginia, but I went to high school at Crystal Ray Jesuit, which is a private school here. And they have an internship program. So one day out of the week, uh, we got to go to work. Um, My first year there, I worked at, because I transferred into Crystal Ray um, during my 10th grade year. So my first year, I worked at the radio station, actually, where they have, um, where 92Q is and Magic 95.9. And um, 
that was a fun experience. But then my second year or my uh, junior and senior year, I was working at Brown Advisory, which is a uh, financial advisory firm in downtown Baltimore. It's in the Fells Point area um, because I wanted to do accounting. That's what I initially thought that I wanted to do going into college and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so it was there where I really developed that mindset. Um, they actually had me, like when I came there every week, I sat in on meetings, uh, the morning meetings that they had. And it was there where I felt like I could do this. Like I could sit at the table, you know, like be at the head of the table and have my own business and conduct these meetings. And I uh, guess that's where kind of like the fire started of me just envisioning myself of being like my own boss and having my own businesses and um, really being a businesswoman, you know, um, that was something that I was just attracted to. And I I think that's, that's, that's definitely where it started for sure. That's so incredible. And, you know, and um, I I could definitely see you doing that as well. And you're, you're you're on your way to it. And um, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I, I, I love that because I feel like, and that's the same with me, you know, I feel like once you're exposed to it, your mind is stretched, and once it's stretched, it doesn't go back, right? And, right. Um, and and it is hard. It's hard to like think of anything like not like that, you know. So, um, you know, I like I said, I really remember you when eighteen, like, hey, I'm getting real estate, or like, yo, yo, I'm I'm flipping homes with no money, like Davy in the summer, <laughs> you know. And um, so like, I'm super happy for you. you Thank know? you. Thank you. Just remember, like, I remember when you were getting out the mud, all right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you helped me also on that journey. So, like, even with going into uh, starting with wheeling, you know, um, doing the Black Student Union and getting involved with you all, uh, that also put me on a, a different track. You know, you guys kind of raised me up with it yep. and uh, passed that kind of on down to me. I uh, started off being the um, treasurer and then, or the secretary, and then uh, went on to be the uh, the president. So um, that was definitely something that I enjoyed and that I learned a lot of, uh, I guess, like delegation and stuff, um, learning management skills and things like that with doing BSU um, and also just different responsibilities and stuff and networking, the importance of networking. So that was something that I feel like impacted my entire college career immensely. Um, Just having a lot of doors being open to me uh, with me and a part of the BSU and and, and, uh, that also has led into my business, I feel. No, that's incredible. And like, like, I'm super happy it was that impressionable on you because it really was like you were, you were bred for it. And um, so everyone listening, um, we went to a, a Catholic university in West Virginia called Willing Jesuit University is a Jesuit mm-hmm. school. Um, and she obviously went to a Jesuit high school, as she mentioned before. And we started the Black Student Union there, like it was the first Black Student Union. And um, as we started to matriculate, um, we we had to identify people to take over for us because we wanted to k- keep going. You know, it was something noble. Um, at the time, it wasn't uh, more for like entertainment. It was just for us to band together. Um, it was uh twenty sixteen ish time when there was a lot going on socially. Um, so it was super important to us, and we were like super passionate about it. But uh, Kobe, um, you know, was a was a freshman, and you know, just like sitting in on our meetings, uh, seeing how we conducted ourselves. Um, as we were meeting these these people in the community. 
and we were network networking. We were like, just, you know, just trying to make sure we, we made our presence known. And um, Kobe was like president for all of it, you know, and she was like super quiet at the time, <laughs> you know, but yeah, like now that I think about it, you had like a really good progression up so you could take it up. And then eventually you start working in higher education and you're mm-hmm. able to like mentor other people up into like, you know, hey, this is how you, you dress business casual. You know, this is how you speak, you know, when you're in mm-hmm. public forums and, you know, and you've done some speaking, speaking engagements too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw that in you from young age. So it's just, it's just crazy, right? <laughs> Dial Kobe and then you're doing like MLK convocations and things like that. So yeah, uh, it gives me joy. It gives me joy. And I'm not going to cry while we're talking about the podcast because, you know. <laughs> Don't make me tear up. And, you uh, had a big role, though. Uh, you, I mean, they invited me to one of my first convocations. Um, you know, you helped me with a lot, especially breaking out of my show and things like that. So you helped me uh, along, it, it, both in my college uh, journey. And then, again, I feel like all of that has led into my business career and my professional career. No, that, that, I know I appreciate it, and um, you, you're just doing amazing. And um, so so why real estate? What what makes you choose real estate? Real estate. Uh, so real estate. I just my first introduction, I guess, to real estate was through wholesaling, okay. and I discovered that in I would say going into my junior year of college. So, I guess like the summer of 2018 or so. Um, I was on YouTube one day watching videos and I came across an interview with Mark Witten, um, who is a investor and wholesaler, flipper, all of that. He's from Baltimore, actually, and he was on The Breakfast Club during an interview. And I just watched it um, and he described like the whole process of wholesaling. So wholesaling is when you pretty much... You find a property at a discounted rate, you get it under contract, and then you go and you sell the contract to an investor, an end buyer, um, for a spread, pretty much. So you can lock the property up for, say, 70K, um, go and sell it to an investor for 80K, you get the 10K spread. That's wholesaling. Um, in short, that's the simplest type of definition for it. Um, So that was something that attracted me immediately, um, especially because it was something where you didn't have to have any money down. You didn't have to have your license or things to do that. Um, So that's what got my interest into real estate overall. And I was studying that at the time I was still, I was in college and I was still a accounting an accounting major. I realized early on that accounting wasn't my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, And I think that that sparked me to look into other things. So that year when I went back to school, um, I knew that I wanted to do real estate and wholesaling. So I changed my major from accounting to um, business finance. And I already had enough credits to keep, uh, accounting as a minor. So uh, when I graduated in 2019, I had a degree in business finance with a uh, in business with a concentration in finance and minor in accounting. Um, and then I just felt like during that time I was studying it. I was studying it, studying it, and 
one of my friends um, told me to look into being an, a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I really didn't want to get my license, ironically yeah. enough. Um, I just said, you know, like, I want to do wholesaling. I'm going to do wholesaling to build to build my capital up. And then I'm just going to invest. I don't want to have my license. I don't want that responsibility. Da, 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 yeah, da. absolutely. Right. Um, so it wasn't until 2019, I decided to go back and get my master's. And I did the a GA program up at Wheeling. And then the pandemic hit and we were home and um, I started going like just diving into wholesaling. So I created my LLC in the spring of 2020. And then I was talking to a lot of people and they said, you know, like really just pressing an issue kind of of getting my my license. And I started realizing the benefits of having my license as well and how it can help me with my wholesaling business yeah. because essentially you would cut out like a middleman, right? Um, so that's what kind of sparked me into getting my real estate license and going on the retail end. But I just love real estate overall. I mean, once I discovered wholesaling and then understanding like investment and flipping and um, how you can take a home that might be vacant and boarded up. And I'm from the city. Like, we have a lot of the, these vacant homes. So seeing how you can just build that transformation and um, just turn something that's ugly and turn it into something that's beautiful. I love that. Um, the joy that people have when they purchase their first home, especially when people um, think that they might not be in a position to do that or you know, just that feeling of having your own and to be able to play a part in that um, in any type of aspect, whether you're the agent, the investor, the wholesaler, um, the staging person. Yeah. You know, uh, that's something I think the, that all of the aspects of it is something that's really attractive to me and um, why I chose to go into real estate. That's awesome. So like like and just in just in general like you 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 were attracted to like the fact that like you could like wholesale a property without like owning it like yourself essentially and that was like the spark for you you would say yeah I would say for sure um and to be able I always thought that uh the real estate path or um the real estate field was something like attractive and something I consider to be more elite I guess. Um, just having that knowledge of knowing how to work these numbers and things like that and uh, being able to do that. And really, it's a business where you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You have so many ways to be your own boss in real estate and to be able to um, build generational wealth. So that was my thing. I wanted to wholesale and then get into investments, you know, like rental properties, fix and flips, all that so that I can have. Um, passive passive income and then generational wealth. I don't want to work until I'm in my upper fifties yeah. or whatever. You know, I want to be able to sit back and let my businesses and my money essentially work for me. Um, and I felt like real estate was one of those paths that um, would allow me to do that, and also something that I really was passionate about, and just that that sparked my interest. No, that's that's incredible, and like it, it's it's great that you're like you're thinking so long range. You know, um, I, I think it, it's it's only going to benefit you, you and your family long term. You know, mm-hmm. and 
that that's so incredible. So, like, how has your goals changed since you got your license? Like, are you still going to wholesale and then go the investment route, or like, what's your plan now? Yeah. So, um, since I got my license, uh, well, I'll say overall in general, my my goal and long term goals for real estate is to have um, a business for essentially every step of it, every stage of it. Um, And again, like I have a um, wholesaling business um, and working on my property management license so that I can incorporate that into that. Um, So wholesaling property management retail in with me being a realtor and then investments and things like that. But I also want to have like a landscaping business, a staging and photography business. Um, You have, so many different uh, yeah. people who, who work and play. And I think that's what I have learned as being an agent, um, just with doing transactions and deals, like um, going through the process of listing a home. So you have to call the people who are going to do the staging, the people who are going to do the photography, the people who hang the signs in the yard. Like those are all different businesses. I want to have a business for all of those parts um and i want to be able to have those businesses in order to create job opportunities um and internship opportunities for at-risk youth um and here in my city and that is something where i feel like uh i i think i'm meant to help people you know in a way i've always felt inclined to try to help others or do what I can to try to kind of make an impact on other people. Um, Being from Baltimore, you see that it's a lot of people who, um, especially a lot of children who just fall victim to their environment. You know, Um, I was grateful and and thankful and blessed enough to have a family and a support system um, who, you know, I had a mom that kept me in private school, parents that kept me in private school. Yeah. I was able to go away uh, to school. I went to school in West Virginia, of all places, being from Baltimore. Um, and I was able to excel there. Yeah. You know, I went back, got my master's and everything. Yeah. So um, I just realized that everybody doesn't really have that support system like that or have people who are pushing them, like, to go to the next step and things. So I wanted to be able to kind of create that for other youth in the city and i think that real estate is going to be the way that i'm able to accomplish that goal that's awesome that's a vehicle to like start helping people and and helping your community yeah that's that's incredible and um that's noble you know that's a blessing and i I pray you get everything you're you're looking to achieve thank you 100 100 so like you're trying to be a one-stop shop right in the real estate space and i think that's like incredible like that's definitely like, you know, and I, I hear people talk about that, too, but, like, like that's incredible, and I know you can do it, right? And um, so as it relates to, like, your favorite part of real estate thus far, what's your favorite part? Learning. Learning? I would say learning. Um, every day you learn something new. When I was wholesaling, I learned something new, you know, every day um, throughout that process. And as an agent now, I am learning so much and learning the importance of really networking with people and meeting, putting yourself out there. Um, But also just learning, like getting to meet mortgage lenders and things like that. And they educate you on a different end, you know, learning the market, um, learning 
behavior, client behavior, buyer behavior, seller behaviors, things like that. Um, how investors think, um, things like that. Like just learning is my favorite part of it. Uh, it's definitely something where you can just soak up all of it. I, I love obtaining knowledge. Yeah. So I, I love being in this field where I feel like I can just soak up all of the knowledge that I can. And from like different types of people, you know, people that I can, I feel like I can relate to. Um, and that I can walk in a room and be comfortable with. We have all people in different ages and, and stages of life really that's involved with real estate. So you can learn something from everybody and everything. So yeah, I would definitely say that learning is my favorite part so far. That's awesome. Yeah, I love I love real estate videos just because like, it's so interesting. You know, it's so interesting. I watch a lot of like Ryan Serhan, like YouTube. Okay. Because he like has so many like 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 the obviously like the luxury and I watch Selling on Sunset on Netflix. Yes, I do too. I haven't also, seen the second season yet, but I watched the first season. The first no, I haven't seen the third season. Rest of the first and second season. Um, but yeah, I love selling sunset. Um million dollar homes. So it's just Whoa. a blessing. I hope I get to that level one day. You will, you will. Yeah, you know being a luxury agent. <laughs> you will, you will. And and I say this because like like I think um like you you mentioned the learning aspect. So obviously you're coachable. You know, and um, mm-hmm. I see your 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 um your group, the the real estate group that you're with. You know, they 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 tag you a lot and stuff like that. And it seems like yes. you're coachable. You know, I love my real estate group. Um, I think that's one of the most important parts of being when you're an agent. Um, you have to find a good the place that's right for you. Finding yeah. a good brokerage that's right for you that's so important. Somewhere where you feel like you get the support and the education that you need because in class, like when you're learning, um, you're pretty much learning just the legalities of it, right? Yeah. You're learning what you can and cannot do, uh, your duties to your client, um, things with within that type of spectrum. They don't teach you how to prospect how to go out in the field, door knock, make cold calls, deal with rejection yeah. on a daily. You know, you might make a hundred calls a week and only get five responses. And you might only get one listing from that. If that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I have this written on my whiteboard on my whiteboard to I make every day, make 20 calls a day. 100 calls a week, 400 calls a month. All you need is one deal because it's so true. And that has to keep you pushing and you have to learn how to deal with rejection and things like that. But I'm so thankful to my team. Um, they have helped me so much. All the guys into my in, in, on my team, um, Leon, our team lead, Corey, Justin, um, they are so knowledgeable of, of the field. And I love being on a team with them because they are so willing to help me. Yeah. Um, even when I feel like I'm asking a dumb question, they're like, no question is ever a dumb question. And they always uh, reassure me as well. So I love being a part of the Benji group of Caldwell Banker Realty. Yeah. Um, they're just a great team, amazing team, you know, good group of people. We are a good group of, of people overall, all black African-Americans. Um, so I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. It definitely seems like a cool place and cool people, you know, so I love that for you. So yeah. my, my next question, though, is, right, 
So, well, I'm going to give you a recommendation. There's a book called Go For No. Okay. Right? It's um, a sales book. Um, and basically the premise of it is like you're kind of like looking for the no's because like the more no's you get, the sooner you get to your yes. So they mm-hmm. have you develop a no quotient, you know, and it's kind of like counterintuitive. But like you go through the no's, you go through the no's and you get the yeses. So um, okay. I highly recommend that book to you and anyone listening. It's called Go For No. It's a quick read too. Right? Okay. So that's a good book. But um, so how, how did you make the transition once you got your license? Because I know you were working at um for a, a complex, and then you was like, I got my license now. I'm going full force into it. Like, so what made you be able to like take the jump? Um, I think a combination of when God blesses you with a vision of what you're supposed to be doing, um, He'll do things in your life to push you towards that. Yeah. And I feel like once, especially once I got my license, uh, I passed my test on the first chance I studied for forever. I know. Um, I, and I, it was crazy because I started taking my real estate courses um, during my second year of my grad assistant program. Mm-hmm. So that was in, um, 2020 i guess the fall of 2020 and you can really finish it within like five weeks yeah shorter really um i took until if i started in 2021 i finished all of my courses for last summer um and or, or 2020, the fall of 2020, I finished all of my courses and stuff in the summer of 2021. And um, then I was studying for the exam from like the summertime until January is when I took my test and yeah. exam. I was taking my courses on my own time while I was in school, getting my master's, working two jobs. Yeah. So <laughs> I was juggling a lot at that time. Um, but once I started working for the apartment community, I took that job as uh, really something to be temporary anyway. Right. I didn't, I I wanted to have something that was in the uh, career path and field of the real estate industry. Um, But I didn't want to put myself in a job where even with having a master's degree, I knew that I could have gotten a different job that would have paid me more, but I didn't want to get comfortable. Yeah. And complacent with that. So I took that job for those reasons with knowing that it was something to be temporary. And once I got licensed, I, it, my peace just started being disturbed. And yeah. with that job, I'm not going to lie to you. And um, I feel like, you know, if I want to take a, a leap of strength, if I was going to struggle, complete transparency. You know, if I was going to be struggling, um, I would rather be in if I was going to be struggling and miserable, I would rather be struggling and happy pursuing my passion rather than being miserable, working for somebody else, being, having my peace being disturbed and things like that. So um, that's what told me to take that leap of faith. And it hasn't been easy, you know, real estate, you're working on a hundred percent commission. So, If you're not closing deals, you're not getting paid. And I have been a full-time agent now for um, about 
a month and a half. Yeah. Um, and I just really started getting my listings. So I have three listings right now, co-listings that I'm on. Still haven't closed yet, but I feel like every day I'm progressing towards something better. Um, this week alone, I feel like has been such a win week for me because I got I went from having one listing to three. Great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm so thankful for that. And um nothing compares to having your peace and being happy when you wake up in the morning i'm happy like i wake up and i'm excited to do what i do i'm excited to make my calls even if i don't get yeses all the time on the other end of the phone or if the number is bad or something like that but i love being able to go in the field be my own boss also um do different things go on tours do make little reels and videos of properties that I'm touring and different things like that. Um, so it's really, you can't compare it. You know, when you're pursuing your passion, you wake up, you're happy every day. That's what matters to me. Everything else is going to follow. And I trust and I have faith in that. So um, I know that the the luxuries, the money, all of that stuff, it's going to come um, in due time. But I'm happy with where I'm at, where I'm at now in learning. Nah, that's incredible. And like, like I said, like, I think that like people hearing your leap story, you know, and, and like, you know, how you just chose to like follow your passion, jump out there as a blessing. And I know um, mm-hmm. it provides a lot of value, you know, to a lot of people, you know, so uh, like I said, so my biggest demographic on this podcast is 25 to 30, right? So mm-hmm. people, people are in that age, we're going to start having families, they're going to like start like looking at getting homes or like, or anything like that. So what's some tips you have for people who want to like get into real estate or they want to like buy their home first home or another home um i would say your first step is going to be getting pre-approved um and also just making sure that you're ready right so you have to be mentally ready um emotionally ready and everything like that to say that you're going to purchase a home because you once you get to that state of being pre-approved um, your lender might tell you that, okay, your credit, you need to work on your credit, your income, things like that. Like you have to be willing to sacrifice not going out with your friends, eating at home or not going to the Sunday brunch or the day parties or different things like that. You know, you have to be in the mental space to make that sacrifice. And then emotionally, um, you have to be, you have to feel like it's the right time for you. You know, not just because other people are telling you to do it and things like that. It has to be the right time for you. And um, also realize that it's a process. Right now, we're in the seller's market still. Um, It's now starting to shift more. But uh, you have a lot of things right now where you're entering into a bid or something like that. Or you're going to look at a house that might you might feel is your dream home and one that you really like and really want. And you might get outbidded. Yeah. Um, and that might happen a couple times, right, with this market right now. So you have to be emotionally ready and mentally ready to go through that and to trust your real estate agent. Um, it's a lot of people that will come and sometimes they think that agents, we are just um, glorified tourists uh, to take them on tours of homes that they want to see. But 
when you tell us we do um, like a screening type of process and, and try to get to know you and your likes and dislikes and what you want to find in a home for a reason. So we ask that you trust us during that process so that we can help you get there. Um, we can get you to the finish line. We want to get you to achieve any real estate goals that you have, whether you're a first time home buyer or um, somebody who's looking to purchase their third or fourth property, maybe doing an investor or something like that. We want to help you get that, get to where you want to get to. Um, so I would definitely say you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared um, and, and definitely willing to also listen to your agent for your guidance, for their guidance, because we're the professionals, you know, we're the licensed professionals. So. No, most definitely, you know, and like I said, I know everyone like listening appreciates the tips and you provide a lot of value, but what if they want to reach out to you? How can they, how can they reach you? Where can they find you at? Yes. So you can find me, um, on social media, uh, on Instagram, my Instagram is Kobe.Chanel, so K-O-B-E-Y dot Chanel, C-H-A-N-E-L. And then you can also find me on Facebook under Kobe Quamina, um, Kobe, and then Quamina is Q-A-M-I-N-A, which I'm sure JB will have it all yep. spelled out for you guys. Um, and then also, you know, like via email, my email is kobe.quamina at cbrealty.com. And you can go to uh, my team's business page at Benji Group um, at thebenjigroup.com. Most definitely, most definitely. Colby, I, I'm super proud of you and I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. Thank you so much, JB. Thanks for having me. No, no, thank you. And it means the world to me and we'll talk soon. All right, we will. Hey, hey, what a phenomenal episode of uh, young Kobe Kwamina. Uh, she mentioned a few things, a whole bunch of jewels in this episode. Um, she mentioned, like, you know, she got a seed and her mind stretched. And once it stretches, it doesn't go back, right? So um, I, I, I'm super happy that she's, like, decided to go that direction, A. And then B, like, just, just willing to, like, put everything to the side and go after what she wants. And um, she's always been like that. So... Um, it's super inspirational for me. So I know it is for you as well. I appreciate everyone for listening. Um, all of her information will be in the notes below. So re replay this episode, replay this episode and start going after what you want today. Hey, definitely a blessing. And thank you for listening for the Masses podcast. This podcast is dedicated to my lovely mother, Alfreda Bullock. She ran her race with elegance and pride. I love you forever.